Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. And welcome into Poke the Bear, episode 128. That is Connor Ryan. I'm Evan Marinovsky. Connor, what is up? Evan, I'm doing well. How you doing? Doing great. Doing great. So as you can tell by the title of this podcast, uh, this is all about the Winter Classic. Kind of a preview uh, of the Winter Classic and the event, which is again back at Fenway, January 2nd. Bruins-Penguins, uh, which is a pretty good matchup, I gotta say, for the Winter Classic. Bruins-Penguins... I know there's fatigue of the Bruins and outdoor games. This is the Bruins four fifth outdoor game, correct? Because yes, there was right? the 2010 Winter Classic, 2016, 2019, and, and Lake Tahoe, Tahoe which people forget about a lot. I feel like because nobody was there, but low key might have been the best outdoor. Might have been the best one. I mean, you had beautiful scenery. You had a good. You had a great game. You had Pasternak hat trick. You had Dusty Gooch. What else? Dusty what Gooch. Do I was gonna say you had. Yeah, that's what all what you, you need. need? You had the they wore the '90s apparel and remember uh, Bergeron had his Walkman, yeah. um, and you know what? I, I know the league wants to make money and revenue, and I completely understand that. And they want fans to be there, but I think if you can have a scenic game or two every year at a Lake Tahoe or pick another really nice location in America, maybe Hockey Town or Lowell, Massachusetts. Yes. Um, but if you you know do something you know especially for the like Cow- British the Columbia Classic. The Kowloon like right Classic in the parking lot. Yes. <laughs> parking lot. But if you could do one up in like British Columbia, I don't know, in the forest, if you could find an area where you can put a rink down. Again, I make it easier said than done. But if you could do that and like nobody's there, I love that. Like, I think that just it's pure, you know, it's it's pure hockey. Um, This is not a plug for the store pure hockey. It's just, you know, talking about pure hockey in general. Um. But again, I, that Tahoe game, people forget about a lot because it was COVID and it was a weird year. Um, Bruins dominated that game, by the way. Yes. Uh, that was, I mean, Philly, not a good team. <laughs> no, that year was but... brutal. Uh, still not very good, but they you know, left poor Carter Hart out to dry. And uh, great jerseys in that game, by the way. That was reverse retro, the yellow. Um, that was a great game. But 
this winter classic. Uh, one thing, I, a common tone I keep seeing uh, being sung online and with a lot of people is the Winter Classic has sort of lost its luster. Um, and every year it's a new thing. People go, oh, maybe if it was at a new venue, you know, so they had it. Remember, they had it uh, the Cotton Bowl one year. Nice. They, did, they did Predators Hurricanes. Was that last year? They did that recently. Um, Predator, Predators Stars was at the Cotton Bowl. Yes, so but the, the Hurricanes had wasn't there one in Nashville in the past couple of years, or am I like completely? I think so. Yeah, up? I know Carolina's going to have one up to was I think at NC State Stadium this year. So there's a few like they're at least trying to expand it beyond the. I'm trying to think if Fenway is the first repeat venue or not. So I want to say it is because yeah. they didn't do Wrigley. They haven't done Buffalo again. Yeah. Um, they haven't done like City Field or Yankee Stadium again. They had the Stadium yeah. Series stuff that was different. Um, but again, I think it goes back to. There's a lot of outdoor games. There's been a lot of outdoor games. I think no matter the teams you put in it, no matter the venue, unless you're literally doing it on like the moon, I, which would be pretty That'd interesting. Be That'd be pretty cool. I Let's vouch for that one. It, we'll get credentialed and go for that. Uh, the expenses for that for our for our outlets would be just perfect, I imagine. Yes. Um, but I think no matter the teams, no matter the venue, I don't think this game has the um the luster that it once once did am i correct in that yeah i think there's that natural fatigue now again if the bruins go out there and win in overtime or they they blow out pittsburgh i'm sure people will have a lot more fun um it's all about at least here at least here yes (laughs) in terms of like the viewership yeah will kind of depend on how many teams are sick of the bruins being in it or or pittsburgh or what have you teams that have been in multiple ones before um so yeah i think it's something just comes with the territory in terms of, I, I think the venue is the biggest thing that probably has people being like, uh, and that's not to say that Fenway's uh, not a great venue, but it's up there in age. It's not the, the most equipped one, but it's also, no. I think people probably, <laughs> I think people who have probably been at either the first winter classic in 2010 or some of the various, I think it was the college showcases both in 2010 and 27, uh, 2014 and 17. I know they had college Fro- games frozen there. Frozen Fenway, you mean? Yeah. So they had those. Um, which again are fun, but if you're up there, I think 2017, I was up at like, you know, like the, the, the bud deck is right there. Uh, or I think maybe it's a Sam Adams deck now, but high up there, high winds in the middle of winter, not entirely fun. You, you gotta kind of, uh, uh, trudge through it a little bit. So I think there's some part of that, but again, I think it will all depend on what the final product is out there on the ice. Right. So it's one thing if this was a game where it's a, one nothing or it's a slog or what have you, but I think we'll see how the game plays out and kind of go from there. Wasn't la actually I'm looking at it now. Last year's winter classic was uh I think if I'm correct on this, because it was supposed to be 2021, ended up getting moved to last year. Blues twins in at, Minnesota. In Minnesota, and it was like negative five degrees yes. at puck drop, and it was the coldest game in history. Um only Minnesota fans could like get yeah, up for that that is a uh, different that's, not... that's a different breed of 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 hockey and cold no, so yeah no that's not something that i'm uh i'm willingly signing up for but again i think fenway as a whole i mean i love the i loved it in 2010 just from a tv perspective i, I wasn't at that game i was 11 years old so i'm Jesus. making you guys feel pretty old there but 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 i loved the venue itself i loved it back then the winter class that was the third winter classic so it was like oh my god boston got a winter classic this is so sick um now it's different you know burns have had a million outdoor games and um 
you know, as you, I, I don't know where else in Boston or New England would make for a good venue. We can joke and say Kowloon or uh, the Frog Pond or um, I'll never forget. Not even a joke. I would say the Frog Pond. A serious uh, one there outside the Boston Public Library. My favorite was uh, when we were there was a period right after the 20, 2019-20 season ended uh, post-COVID or like after the summer. It was like October, November, December. We were struggling to come up with topics every week because there just was nothing to talk about. No one knew when the season was going to start, whatever. And the best part was uh, there was a rumor that got floated out there. I think it was an Elliot Friedman column or something that uh, the Bruins were considering or there'd been talk that they would play their outdoor, that they would play their regular season home games at Fenway, which yes, was immaculate. <laughs> that was amazing to think of the idea of Fenway being the home. Hard to um, believe Bruins fans did not take kindly to that. <laughs> they were not pumped. Uh, the, the sight lines at Fenway are not too great. And and the, the rink itself is, is set up different this year. I'm curious. I'm interested to see what people think are going to be the best seats yeah. for this event. I can't imagine there are going to be many really good ones. Like, if you're you in the back of the grandstand, yeah, yeah like sit. if you're yeah. if you're back of the grandstands, I mean, I imagine a lot of Bruins fans got those tickets maybe for Christmas and they're excited to go. And by the way, I don't think anyone who's going to the Winter Classic thinks like, oh, we're going to see this could be the best viewing experience ever. I think it's more like, oh, this is a cool experience. Event. Yes, I want to be at it. And you know what I say? Great, awesome, like perfect. That's that's kind of the whole point of the Winter Classic. If you want to see a, a game and see every little piece of it, go to a game at the Garden. Um, this is not one of those games. Um. Safe bet that it'll be an interesting viewing experience. We're talking really safe bets. Talking about good friends over at Bet Online. Right, you are, Evan. Listen up, guys. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your bet needs and sports info. Over at Bet Online, you can still find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, the latest fighting news, NFL bets, and yes, with the NHL back, even more wages and odds. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports wagering information. From live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. It's super easy to get started. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to join and use our promo code CLNS50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's promo code CLNS50. Bet online where the game stats. Stats. Where the game stats. It's funny. I mean, is there anywhere else in New England that would be like a place I mean, to hold a game? I mean, Evan, we forget during those weird days of COVID, there was at one point where people said they were going to have games up in Manch Vegas. Remember yes, that? It was like, I remember that it, well. It was like the most random <laughs> squad. It was like uh, the the weirdest assortment of cities. It was like whether that or for like Fago, what have you. But there was like games going to be up in Manch Vegas. I think we should have a game out there. It was like a, it, I remember back then it was like a college hockey uh, tournament like locations. It was yeah. not big time cities. Um, but it's, it's interesting. This year's a, a weird one or not a weird one. It's pretty mainstream, but it's weird in the sense that I think there's just fatigue on both teams and Fenway's already been done. They're changing up where the ice is. So I guess that's a good thing. Um, and I think the overall significance of the winter classic, as I said, kind of earlier, it's not as big a thing anymore, just given that it's it's happened every year. And I like that, by the way. They should have outdoor games more often. I'm not, like, against it. I just think, like, I think back to when I was little and they were playing, you know, in Buffalo or Chicago at Wrigley or Fenway in, in 2010. And I was like, oh, my God, like, this is huge. Like, it's a game and it's outdoors and there's a right. lot of them. Um, I'm always in favor of the stadium series games. They have, like, in, in, in 
warm climates. Like, I think it's kind of cool to see like LA when they had their games. And uh, I think that's the only like hot weather one that they ever did. The cotton bowl in Texas wasn't hot yeah. for that one. So um, see how the forecast is for this game. Cause I think it's, again, we're looking a little bit ahead of time, but wasn't it like supposed to be like fifties in the days leading up to it, which would not be great. So hopefully that no, doesn't happen. Talk about it. That'd be so Bruins. The ice would be just horrendous. Uh, I believe the forecast as of now, is 55 and a 50% chance or 50% of the area, I guess, gets rain. I saw that on TikTok. That, that is I guess, on fair. in weather and on what little weather thing here, I guess, when it says like 50%, I used to think it was 50% of the, like 50% chance. I think, I believe, I don't want to spread misinformation here, but I believe that just means 50% of the area gets rain. I'm about to get I, rattled if that's true. Because if not, I, I have to, <laughs> yeah, I have to log off this podcast and reevaluate some stuff. <laughs> it's like that means is when you purposely purposefully spread misinformation over yes. the internet. Like that yeah, is what are this. you doing, Evan? You guys can check that, but I saw it on TikTok, so it has to be true. It has to be. Um, it's like Wikipedia. It's like anyone can edit anything they want, <laughs> so you know you're getting the best information. There's a kid I went to high school with in his bio. It says editor at WikiHow, and I was like, oh, so you just like edit? You just go on and Wikipedia the most mundane edit stuff. Things. How did Twist, how, how to open a Campbell's chicken noodle soup can. <laughs> I'm a tweeter on Twitter. Yes. Um, but at any rate, we are we are veering off the path here. We uh, but certainly are. Bad weather would not be good for this game, I don't think. Um, for the ice and for everyone. If it's raining and like, you know, 50 something degrees, I don't think people are going to love standing out in that. Um, but uh, Jersey matchup wise, uh, Penguins kind of look like they have the Pirates logo. It's, yes. It's not, you know, anything crazy. I don't hate the jerseys. They're they're fine. I don't think they're like anything crazy special. And the Bruins, we've talked about this. Uh, do you have any crazy thoughts about any of the jerseys? Yeah, I mean, I think they're pretty solid. I think these just, you especially look at the, the Bruins one. I feel like when it got announced and it's like, you know, the graphic, which is like the floating uh sweater people like nah it's pretty good like you know we like the well, logo, it, wasn't course. it because they, it was it was a leaked photo from like a, a rack like, it was like, they, a, you know, like just... from like models someone up in everett yeah the models and found it in the back <laughs> the back corner of the store or something like that so like that doesn't help and then you see like it when it's on like a video release and it's like just floating in the air i think it's kind of the same thing i felt like when the bruins announced their sweater for 2019 for the uh the notre dame game people were like that's pretty good. Definitely different. And then they saw it on the ice. Like oh, this is sweet. I think once you see it on the ice, that's that's a big difference, right? And I think you even saw when like Bergeron had it, where they had like the gold socks and the whole the whole outfit, the whole jersey, like the the whole setup for it. I think that makes a world of difference. So I think it'll be one people are pretty pretty impressed with it. But once you see it on the ice in action, I think people will be fans of it. And I also think like Pittsburgh, for as much as you can only do so much, especially as the road team, I think there's pretty solid too. I think it'll be a good jersey matchup. Yeah, again, I think once you see it with the backdrop of Fenway, I think it just looks a lot better. And um, the, the jersey's grown on me. When I first saw it off the rack, I said, mm, could have done more, maybe done a Fenway jersey or something. I don't know. I don't design the jerseys. I critique the design of the jerseys. Yes. That's how this works. That's how we do but it. I do, but I do think that uh, once you – it's grown on me as time goes along. I think once I see them step onto the ice, that I think you know I'll be all in on it fully because um, I like it so far. But there's a little more you could like it, I guess. Uh, Penguins as a team – Really tough start to the season. I remember there was some turmoil going on over there, some drama. Would have been great if they were doing like an inside the remember the road to the winter classic that HBO used to do. Those shows were got the best of John Tortorella. Um Bruce Boudreaux just losing his mind for yes. <laughs> week in and week out. <laughs> yes. Um, but I they had some, you know, rough start 
They've rebounded since Sid Crosby is still Sid Crosby. Jake Gensel, Evgeny Malkin, both over a point per game. Um, you know, right now as we speak, you know, they're tied with the Rangers for third place in, in, the, uh, in the Metro. Um, this episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products like Venom heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. You know, I don't think they are a wagon or anything, but they're still consistently good uh, as they have been for the last, my God, what, 12, 15 years? Yeah. Yeah, it's one thing where... I think we had our predictions early on in the year, and I said this was the year that both the Capitals and the Penguins weren't going to make the playoffs. It looked good for a while, but again, <laughs> we'll see what happens once we get to you know March and April and where these teams are. But Pittsburgh's still a team that you look at their you know the foundations of their success. It's not changing. You guys are getting older, but you're still knowing what you're going to get every year. It seems like you have guys that step into these roles that whether it's because they're their system or the fact that they're getting minutes next to Crosby, they seem to go off. You know, you look at last year. Crazy how like, that works. You play with yeah, Sidney Crosby. Yeah, shocking. We look at like last year with like Danton Heinen and Evan Rodriguez and these guys who stepped into those roles and were very effective uh, in those spots. Um, just seems like, you know, nothing's really changed with them in terms of what, you know, what they're going to be, which is a tough task when you've got that stop power that is still playing at a high level, um, you know, good secondary scoring, good coach, Mike Sullivan, um, you know, it all kind of depends on what their goaltending situation is. I feel like that's the, been the main equalizer, especially once you get to the playoffs over the last couple of years. But um, again, teams similar to the Bruins, where you don't know how much more they have left in the tank. But uh, when you look at, Pitt, you know, Bruins maybe are a special case in terms of how good they've been this year. But again, two teams that have been at the top of the Eastern Conference, the top of the NHL for a decade plus, and refuse to, you know, give way and make room for some other teams to get into the, the playoff picture. So. It's impressive. I was, as you were talking, I was thinking about this, where like you think about, you know, the Bruins became a real contender in 2007, 2007, 2008. And ever since they've been, you know, in or around the playoffs, a player every year, they've never tanked. Penguins are the same way. And Penguins are built similarly in the sense that, you know, they are, have a one, two punch down the middle, you know, two of the best centers <laughs> in the game, um, two of the best players maybe ever. And you also have, you know, really stout defense when you have Chris Letang, who um, has kind of been their stalwart for a long time. They had Flurry in that for a while, then it switched over to, you know, now Jari a bit. And, you know, they've kind of struggled to find the right guy. But, you know, a lot can be said about how good they've been for a long time. Um, and again, they've won three cups. So eh, that's not bad. Uh, not, not terrible. Not too shabby. Can't hate that. Um, as a whole, though, uh, let's play a fun game. Let's play a fun game. I just thought of off the top of my head. This is a very uh, improvisational podcast, so we'll we'll continue on that road. Uh, who is the player for the Bruins that is going to be the hero in the Winter Classic? Maybe that's two goals. Maybe that's a couple big block shots. Maybe that's you know an overtime winner. 
Who's going to be the hero? You know who it's going to be? It's going to be Derek Fulbert. It's going to have uh, six blocks, including two in the final minute once uh, Pittsburgh pulls their goalie. It might take whoever it's going to be, Jari or what have you, like a minute to get off the ice because of how the ice might be. But uh, <laughs> I think, along. yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, final minute, I think it's going to be down to the wire. I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to jump ahead and say a 4 3 win for the Bruins, but I think it's going to be a one goal game for most of it. Two key blocks for Fulbert down the end of the game. Um, and I, I'll put him as the, the unsung hero uh, in this one. So I'll go with Derek Fulbert. That's a good one. I say Jake DeBrusque has two goals. I think DeBrusque, uh, carry, not carries them, but I think he's impactful and good. And I think they win five to two. Um, I don't think this is going to be Marco Sturm. It's not going to be that level of drama, unfortunately, for all of us. Um, but I think it's going to be a good game. Now, if they, here's the thing. If they lose... This does not count. This is not a regulation loss at the garden. This is just kind of separate, right? Nesson can keep that graphic going. Nesson can keep it going. <laughs> like that's the beauty of it. They can they can keep the that rolling, which for that for for them, I guess, is uh, a great thing. But as much as we say that Winter Classic has lost its luster, I'm sure when we get there, it's um, still gonna be a blast. It's still going to be a blast. It's still going to be a great event. It's still going to be beautiful, whether it's raining or whatever. It's Fenway Park. I know people trash on Fenway uh, for saying it's old and the seats are small and this and that. I'd much rather have Fenway in my city than a regular ass ballpark every day of the week. That's not even debatable in my book. So um, I think it'll be fun. I think the sight lines will be interesting. I think the pictures will be beautiful. I think, you know, you wonder if this is a team bonding moment for them. You know, they don't really need one, but maybe they have one. Um, So interesting stuff all around. Uh, Connor, what can people look forward to from you over at Boston.com? Yeah, uh, great timing in that my first day at Boston.com will be at the Winter Classic, so I will be there uh, giving, uh, of course, you can follow me on Twitter there for my updates for it, but I'll have content out there about the game, uh, the recap, you know, breakdowns, all that stuff will be over at Boston.com. And again, if you follow me over there, it won't just be Bruins, it'll be all kind of the top stories that are going on in Boston sports these days, which a lot going on. Very, very busy, even if, you, you think know, it's going on. Yeah, even if we might be... Uh, <laughs> Starting up, you know, with Bruins season ramping up there, once we get to the end of the Patriots season, um, still plenty to cover. So you can follow me over there for all news, updates, all that good stuff. And if you want to follow me on Twitter, you can at Connor Ryan underscore 93. Go do all that. Connor Ryan, Evan Marinovsky, Poke the Bear listeners. Have a great rest of your week and have a very happy new year. (laughs) 